0: Hey there, Punky Peeps. Angela Bowen here, the host of Punky Power, an unofficial Punky Brewster podcast. Today, I'm going to be discussing Season 1, Episode 8, Put a Ring on It, which aired February 25th, 2021. Punky learns that Cherry is considering proposing to Lauren, and Diego has a crush on Hannah's friend. Yes, this is the description from Peacock. <laughs> this episode has a 7.6 out of 10 based on 53 ratings. Let's see here. Who all do we have? We have Lauren, of course, Cherry's well fiance in this episode as of this episode. Played by Jessica Nicole. We have Hanani Taylor playing Bree. We have Jordan Chang playing Amelia. We have Ryan Shoes playing Trent. We have Tacy Adams playing Senior Woman. Robert Arking, Arking playing Senior Man. We have Karen Gonzalez playing Adrian. Mont Lee as Marcus and... Christina Coro as violinist. So we got a handful of people in this episode. Director for this episode, Kelly Park. We have writers, of course, Steve and Jim Armogida. The creator, David W. Duclan, of the original series. We have Sarah Jane Cunningham, as this episode is written by. Also, Susie B. Freeman, Francesca Gales, and Jacqueline Gales, Eugene Garcia-Cross, and Mano Agapion also a staff writer. So we got a handful of people working on this episode. Let's see, there are no user reviews, as there never are. When Lauren says Cherry has an irrational fear of refrigerator, she responds there's a good reason for that. In Season 2, Episode 16 of the original series, Cherry Lifesaver, Cherry gets trapped in a fridge while playing hide-and-seek and and almost suffocates to death. Yes, when they found her, she was unconscious, and uh, Punky and Margo had to perform uh, CPR. All right, real quick before I jump into the episode, I want to let all the newbie punky peeps who are just tuning into the podcast, I have covered all four seasons of the OG Punky Brewster, which are available to listen to on SoundCloud and iTunes. Also, the first four, no, excuse me, the first five episodes of the Punky Brewster reboot from 2021 are also available to listen to on SoundCloud and iTunes. If you want to email the podcast and talk about your favorite OG Punky Brewster episodes or the new episodes, I would love to hear from you. You can send an email to Podcast at gmail.com or you can even send a message on the Punky Power Podcast Facebook page. Alright, without further ado, let's jump into this episode. But of course... First up, we have the adorable cold open that pretty much kind of sets up the episode.
1: Watch, she's gonna order breakfast for lunch.
2: I'll have the French toast.
1: Uh You know, two can play that game, Miss Cobb Salad. Oh, I might just surprise you.
3: Oh, the Cobb Salad. Uh huh.
2: I love that you can order for each other. It is adorable.
1: It comes from a lifetime of stuffing our faces together. oh look how sweet that couple is. Or, and that could be us someday.
0: oh I can put my own napkin on my own damn lap. Dang,
3: soup
1: On your pants. I hope that's not us.
2: Yeah, really? Oop, sorry. <laughs> Work.
1: I know you. Something's on your mind. You wanted the salmon, didn't you? I'm gonna ask Lauren to marry me. Oh my gosh.
2: This is amazing. I could scream. You gotta
1: chill. Okay, okay, super chill. I'm excited, but I don't know what I'm doing. There's no roadmap. All I know is that I love her and I wanna be with her forever.
3: Love!
1: (laughs) Chill. I gotta ask you something, but I need you to use that inside scream of yours, okay? Will you be my maid of honor? Or how does best woman sound? I don't care what you call it. I do.
3: <laughs>
1: She's coming back. Keep it together. Sorry that took forever. Oh, forever is so romantic. What? <laughs> you need to stick a pencil roll in your mouth right now. Ooh, that sounds yummy. Mm, you must be hungry. Well, I'm so hungry. If you want,
2: I can ask our server when the food is coming. Mm. He's over there marrying the ketchup. I'm <laughs> going <laughs> to wrong.
0: So, Lauren, Cherry, and Punky are at, I think it was like Cafe Anne or Anne's Cafe or something. I love that they have pretzel rolls. Those sound, um, those looked delicious. And we see an older couple and Lauren and Cherry are like, oh, I hope they'll be us one day. And because you see the wife the elderly wife putting the napkin, or at least she attempts to put the napkin on her husband's lap. He's like, I'm my own dang napkin on my own lap. And she says, then why is there soup all over your lap? Exactly. And <laughs> it's cringeworthy. And even Lauren's like, gosh, you know, on Saturday, I hope that isn't us one day. <laughs> so she has, Lauren has to take a call because she's a lawyer. And when she steps away, Cherry confides in Punky, saying that she wants to propose to Lauren. I'm going to ask her to marry me because I want to spend forever with her. I want to spend the rest of my life with her. And, of course, Punky is super not chill because, of, hey, oh, my gosh. <laughs> and Cherry also asks, like, will you be my, like, maid or matron of I think it's maid. Is it maid or matron? Maid is not married. Matron is married, I think. Um, Or she says, like, you know, like, how they have a best man or best girl. And, of course, Punky says, of course. Yes, yes, I do. I will. A (laughs) hundred percent. And, of course, cheers. And you need to use your inside voice, Punky, okay? And the fact that I like how they both know what they're going to order, like Cherry orders the Cobb salad even though she's like, oh no, 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 no. I'm going to go totally to the left and say, hey, I'm going to order some.' No, she orders the Cobb salad. And of course, breakfast for lunch, Punky with the French Toast. Gosh, I haven't had a good French toast in a very long time. My sister made the best French toast. I'd say she still made I think she did make it for me when I went up to Michigan um back in 2021. (laughs) I love how Punky's, like, stuffing rolls, pretzel rolls in her mouth to, like, keep from blurting the secret. Okay, so that was pretty much the cold open. It pretty much does set up the episode. We are now in Lauren's room. I believe she has Punky's old room. We do see where the tree is outside. That window now has a whole nail polish dip- display set up and it looks like Hannah and her friend Bree are and maybe the other friend is Madison or whatever her name is. I think they're there. They're talking about, you know, the Civil War. They're studying, doing all that stuff.
3: These Civil War soldiers all have hipster beards like the dudes in Wicker Park. General Grant was a
1: total hottie.
3: Probably not going to be on the test, but hard agree.
2: (laughs) Also, I'll bet those guys stunk. Running around in wool coats, sleeping in tents, rarely bathing. Still better than cologne, though. Half of the boys at school literally bathe in body spray. (laughs) (laughs) What's up?
3: Uh, what do you want, Diego? Oh, no, I was just, uh, working on my beats. You're
2: trying to study. Go spit on yourself somewhere else. (laughs) Hey, have you you seen my nunchucks? You know, gotta get my reps in, right? (sighs) Why don't you look in your room with your other toys? Nunchucks are toys. Yeah, I gave someone a concussion with those once. That someone was you.
3: (laughs)
0: talking about the dudes of the Civil War and how they probably smelled because they rarely bathed and didn't use deodorant and all that stuff. And then, um, Bree mentioned something about all the boys in school now bathe in body spray so they reek. Diego comes in with the sunglasses and he's all like, hey, how's it going? And he was mentioning about his nunchucks and Clearly trying to flirt with Bree, and then after he leaves, <laughs> uh, Hannah mentions how uh, yeah my little brother's trying to flirt with you. He's got a crush on you, and Bree is Bree actually is the like how old is he? I'm like girl. I think that's a girl code like you don't date your best friend's sibling. That's just gross. I think that's right up there whether you don't date your best friend's ex. So what I'm seeing in this next scene I'm just gonna go out on a limb since again I've only seen it once and it was like two years ago this episode. I think that Cherry's coming over and she's got like some ring ideas picked out and she wants to also know like how to prepare? How to prepare? How to propose to Lauren? What's the best way? How did Travis propose to you? That kind of stuff. We all know that Henry proposed to Maggie when I guess he was going to be shipped off to Pearl Harbor or something to that effect. And we never did learn how he proposed to Claudia, the woman he did he did end up marrying.
2: I'm so glad you're here. I have a million ideas about food, invitations, flowers, obviously photographers,
1: but first I want to know what you think. <laughs> I think you didn't sleep last night. <laughs> I didn't. How can I sleep while my best friend's getting married? I slept fine. I
2: was up all night making Pinterest boards, and I have been heavily inspired by a woman in Tennessee that I don't know.
1: And if all goes to plan, you two are going to get married by Dolly Parton. <laughs> Stop. I appreciate all this, but I can't plan a wedding until I propose. And I can't propose until I pick out a ring. So
0: Fine. The Let's the catch force. our breath. Thank you.
1: Fine. Let's go get a ring.
2: Yes. Every engagement ring speaks to people in different ways.
1: This rose gold ring says romance. I'm looking for a ring that says I love you, but not where we can form the society's main ideals of love. I'm looking for a ring that says I want to spend the rest of my life with you. But no pressure. A ring that says till death do us part, but not in a creepy, like mm, almost not cute, you kind cut of way if you ever leave me. <laughs> do you have one of those? How about an ashercut? cut? You know what that is. What is going on with you? Are you okay? This is all starting to feel real, and when I say real, I mean scary. What if she says no? Once I propose, I can't take it back, and I don't want to ruin what we have. Then don't propose. What? (laughs) How could you say that? She's the love of my life. There's your answer. (laughs) This is crazy. Growing up, I never thought I could get married because it was against the law. And then when they legalized it, there was nobody that was the one, until now. Not even Hot Robin? Hot Robin was a hot mess. (laughs) Yeah, she was. You were lucky to find Lauren. Remember when she installed your dishwasher? Yeah, you know how many years I had washed. And she did the dirty dancing move without dropping you? I mean, you gotta lock that down. Now you just need the ring. My grandma's ring. Why didn't I think about it before? It means so much to me. It's perfect. Betty would approve. I wish she was here to watch me get married. But she'd probably have some pretty strong opinions about me marrying a woman. Not if she saw how happy you are. Yeah, she'd come around and be the last one on the dance floor. <laughs> so what do you want to do now? No more wedding stuff today, okay? Okay, but I thought maybe we'd go and try some wedding cakes. Well, we can save that for later. Oh, I don't no. We
0: are going now. <laughs> yeah! So Cherry comes over and Punky apparently has had zero sleep with <laughs> Punky's... Sherry tells Punky, I slept fine. Punky has all night been designing like Pinterest things and all this other, you know, flowers and all this decorations for the wedding and of course, Cherry hasn't even proposed, she hasn't even picked out a ring yet. This is like, Punky, please, slow your roll, I get you excited. So they decided, you know, go, you know, pick, look at the rings. and. Nothing really is popping out at Sherry that really shows her, like, this is the one I'm going to use. So when she and Punky are talking, Sherry mentions you know, we see the ring on her finger that is actually her grandmother's ring. So we do get a nice Betty name drop. And I'm just thinking about how Sherry says that... You know, my grandma really probably wouldn't approve of me marrying a woman. And Punky says, "Yeah, but if she saw how in love you are right now, she would definitely be fine with that. She would be a hundred just to see you happy and everything. It doesn't matter who, who you're marrying. So, you know, it's just it's sweet. I like that. You know, she decides to use." Her grandma's ring to propose to Lauren. I'm like, oh, and of course, (laughs) Cherry. She's just she's a ball of nerves. She's nervous. Like, what if Lauren says no, and then just my world is just gonna fall apart, and it's just gonna be because that's a big deal. You're proposing to somebody that you want to spend the rest of you've chosen them to. Spend the rest of your lives together that's a big big deal the idea that this person you propose to could say no is like heartbreaking heart crushing soul crushing no one wants to hear no one proposing so punky's like okay well if you want to like cool down and just I mean I was gonna say hey we could go look at wedding cakes but I mean if you don't want to and Sherry's like oh no we're doing that right now <laughs> let's go so yeah it's just oh it's just so sweet and I just love that Punky being the best friend it's just helping Cherry work through her worries and everything like that so now we're back to the apartment and we got Izzy hanging out on the couch. Travis comes in and asks where Punky is. And, of course, Izzy's like, oh, let me check my Punky locator. It's like she doesn't have one. Like, No, of course I don't have a Punky locator. Oh, my gosh, Travis. You are so gullible <laughs> when it comes to her. But, I mean, he loves her, so. Punky! Oh, she screams. She's not there.
1: I really needed to talk to her, having some problems with them. Oh, jeez, like she wants to hear about that. No way. Is this Maribel y las mujeres? My tias used to watch this. I used to watch this with my mom.
4: We just called it the Hugging and Crying Show. Our lives were crazy, but not this crazy.
3: ¿Hablas español?
4: No, but I don't need to. blast Spanish to know that Alejandro's about to pop off his shirt in three, two... And adios, hugging show. What's the deal with
1: Emily? Not gonna talk about my love life with a seven year old.
4: Talking to your ex wife about it is a super
0: smart choice. (laughs) Yeah, really?
1: Yeah, you kinda got me there. I guess I'm just having trouble understanding Emily. Like, this is gonna sound crazy, but I think we're in a fight and I didn't know it.
4: You don't know if you're in a fight or not? Might be beyond help.
1: Look at her texts. It's all emojis.
3: I don't know what this means.
4: Crying cat, hand bone, vomit face. Uh-oh.
3: What, is it bad?
4: It's not good.
1: <sighs> Maybe I should just go talk with her.
4: Whoa! I wouldn't do that if I were you. Seen enough of this telling novella to know that if you speak to her about it, you'll end up heartbroken or mysteriously disappearing only to have your twin brother return to avenge your death.
1: You have to stop watching that show.
4: It's me. My text game is fire. You and Emily will be hugging to dramatic music on a veranda in no time.
0: So yeah, when uh, he in Punky's home, and as he says, let me check my Punky locator, she's screaming, Punky! at the top of her lungs. Nope, she's not here. So, Travis wants to get advice from his ex-wife about his current 24-year-old girlfriend because she apparently communicates through text and emojis and he has no idea what's going on like are we in a fight I have no idea I can't uh, translate these emojis and he's like maybe I should just talk to her and as he's like hey my emoji text game is fire let me take care of this for you because the fact that he, he was able, well, I'll talk to a punky. Like, yeah, talking to your ex-wife about your current 24-year-old girlfriend problems. No, I would not. That is not the move. And apparently they both have bond—they bond a little over this telenovela that, uh, <laughs> that Izzy used to watch with her mom. It's kind of cute. We get little snippets of, like, when she was with her mom and the things that they would do. They're calling it the crying and, crying and hugging show. And, um, I guess Travis used to watch the show with his aunt or aunts. So, um, yeah, it's pretty good. Again, I just, I love their bonding together. It's so wild. All right, now we're going to go to the kitchen. And Diego, you know, we have not seen Daniel so far in this episode. And we're like eight minutes into a 25-minute episode. So, Diego is sitting at the kitchen table With an orange, he's painted eyes with eyelashes. Circles for eyes and little slash marks above the circles for eyelashes. And then a really not great looking pair of lips. He's practicing kissing on an orange, which to each their own, I guess. I'm sure that he's not the only one that has learned how to kiss via an inanimate object. (laughs) I don't know. But yeah, I bet anything that Hannah is going to catch him. And she's gonna laugh in his face. Don't worry. It's my first kiss too.
4: Are oh, oh, you gonna introduce your new girlfriend? <clears throat>
0: what are you talking about? I was just uh you know checking to see if it was right. Yeah. Whatever
4: you're doing. You're doing it wrong. That is not how you kiss. You're supposed to gently turn your head to the right and close your eyes. That's what I was doing. No, you, you weren't were pecking at her hungry chicken. You
3: know what's never gonna happen with Brie?
2: She's nearly two years older than you, and she was just dating Austin Bales. He has a car, and he doesn't even have his permit yet. Well, guess what? He doesn't have this.
4: Uh, you're eating Diego's girlfriend.
0: <laughs> oh, it's a grapefruit? I thought it was uh, orange. Oh yeah, speaking of, how funny, I'm like, we well, haven't seen Daniel yet, and here, boom, he's the one who catches Diego making out with the, I thought it was an orange, apparently it's a grapefruit, <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's a grapefruit, okay, <laughs> and Daniel schools Diego, and yeah, that's not how you kiss, you close your, you turn your head, you close your eyes, you were pecking at that thing like a hungry chicken, <laughs> And, of course, Hannah comes in and tells Diego, like, she knows. Like, you don't have a shot with Bree. she's two years older than you, and she dated Austin Beals, Bales, whatever his name is, and apparently this kid's got a car and doesn't have a permit yet. Okay, so he must have rich parents who just bought him a car that he can't use for another year or so. Anyway... I like Diego's confidence, where he's like, Oh, well, he doesn't have this. And he, he just flashes his pearly whites. And I'm like, Oh, cutie patootie. <laughs> and I like how, because Hannah carves it into the, that's when I learned it was a grapefruit. <laughs> when Diego's like, Oh, you're eating Diego's girlfriend. <laughs> oh, so funny, so cute. All right, so now we're going to go to the cake tasting samples with Cherry and Punky. Punky definitely wants the strawberry cream, but I think that Cherry wants something. But then again, I mean, the bride is the one that makes the final decision. Although, shouldn't that be a decision that the couple makes together? Because I had a white cake with raspberry filling. Um, I never really got to eat my cake cause I went overboard on our little buffet of food that we had. And I, I like, I, I can't, I can't, no more, I can't do it no more. Uh. and then of course, you know how you save like a piece of your wedding cake and you're supposed to like eat it the, during the, for the first anniversary for the longest time that thing sat my dad's freezer, that one like top of the wedding cake. And my dad finally, umpteen years later, is like, Are you gonna eat this or can I throw it away? I'm like, Eh, you can throw it out. Like, I don't think six plus ten years down the road, it's not gonna taste nearly as good. Mm. <laughs> oh my God, look at all those cakes. Mm.
2: The strawberry cream definitely.
0: Mm. Those
1: are all What are we doing? This is something I'm supposed to be doing with my fiancé once we get engaged. Don't worry about traditions. Remember, I was the one that proposed to Travis. Oh, wow. I remember. I didn't even ask for his parents' blessing. But I did ask for his drummers. (laughs) You guys were such a great couple.
2: Yeah, we really were.
1: Until we weren't anymore. (laughs) But this isn't about Travis and I. This is about you and Lauren. I think I'm going to take her to our favorite restaurant. And when the time is right, I'm going to get down on one knee, take her by the hand, and ask her to spend the rest of her life with me. Mm. If she doesn't marry you,
0: I will. Aww. So
3: we're
0: an adorable couple. We're
1: not together. (laughs) Then why are you eating all that free cake?
0: Oh, that's a good question, Marcus. What? (laughs) Yeah, that's funny. Looking back on it, now, Jeremy and I never, we never, like, went cake sample- shopping we know i kind of i already knew what kind of cake i wanted we didn't have to do you know and we went to like a meyer bakery (laughs) it's not like we went to some fancy uh you know bakery or anything like that and it's just those are like full-on slab two-layer cakes like like slabs of slices When I I remember the Full House episode, um, the Shape Up episode, which I did cover for the uh, Full House podcast, when Jesse brought in wedding cake samples, they were just exactly that. They were, they were like little, like the size of a pint, which I would, don't drink pints, but again, or no, I'm sorry, not the size of a pint, the size of a shot glass. They were not big, and there's, like, there was, like, probably 12 different flavors of chocolate, which no one's gonna have, I don't know anyone who would want chocolate at their wedding, especially chocolate cake. It's, like, you better get all of your pictures out of the way, because you're gonna have chocolate stained teeth, and who wants to look back on chocolate stained teeth years down the road, and all of their pictures? It's one thing to have pictures of you, like, giving each other, you know, cake and that stuff, but, um, exactly. So it was really cute, um, <laughs> I just, I see, like, 12 to 15 slab, and they still had plenty of cake left to eat. That looked like a fancy bakery that would give a whole slab of a slice. So, And Cherry is saying, you know, this is something that Lauren and I should be doing, you know, when we get engaged, Uh, you know, but, and she's also mentioning to like how, uh, Punky, Punky says that she proposed to Travis, not the other way around. Like, oh, wow. She's like, I didn't even ask his parents for permission, but I did ask his drummers. And I'm like, I'm curious to see how Henry would have dealt with that. Because Travis already said in the past episode that Henry was not a fan of him, which I'm not surprised, because Henry probably wouldn't have thought anybody was good enough for his little girl. So, um, yeah. I'm surprised that, I mean, even though they did adopt Diego and Daniel, that, I mean, we don't know the boys' middle names, like, why would she not have give like, Daniel Henry or Diego Henry or something, or... Something like that to, you know, pass on the Warnemont, you know, name in a way. Even though her her last name was never, it was never Punky Warnemont, it was always Brewster. I mean, because I'm sure you can adopt and not have, they don't have to technically change their last name to yours if they want to keep their old one. I like how at the end when Punky says, if Lauren doesn't marry you, I definitely will just to, for the cake, basically. Because even the fact that uh, Marcus, who is the guy who has been uh giving them the cake, says, because yeah. he even mentions, like, oh, you're a cute couple. And, they, and the way that Punky and Cherry kind of look at each other, like, no, we're not together, we're not a couple. And he's like, well, then why am I giving you free cake? I'm like, dude, that's on you. Why Why are you giving us free cake, Marcus? And Cherry takes Punky's hand and says, we gotta go. We gotta run. We gotta get out of here. <laughs> All right, now we get back to the apartment, and it looks like Hannah is also getting sucked into this telenovela because we're getting dramatic. In quote, in subtitles it says dramatic telenovela music. <laughs> oh, you know the whole family is gonna get sucked into this drama. Where's Brandy? Seriously, can't you tell she's faking this coma? Where did you
4: get your doctor's license?
2: Oh, hey, Bert. Do we have study slash? No, I'm actually here to hang out with Diego. <laughs> Wait, are you serious? Uh, yeah, I mean, he's kind of cute, and he told me he would teach me how to use men jugs.
0: So. Oh, I just like. Diamond son. I... Ah. Dude. Uh, you will
4: slap Wow, your life is just as tragic as Graciela's.
3: Who's Graciela?
4: The lady in the red dress. See, her boyfriend was seen really hugging the lady next door. Actually, she hugs everybody. Anyway, Graciela got jealous like you and cut the brakes on the hugging lady's car. I'm not jealous. Just because my little brother stole my best friend. It's fine. Hey, lastima.
1: So sad. Hey, Izzy, I need your help. I think Emily's mad at me again. What do you do now? Oh, no. I think it had something to do with my text, your texts. Look, why did you send her a dolphin and why does he look so mad? Okay. Okay.
4: Okay. I was wrong. You guys weren't in a fight. That's great. But you are now. (laughs)
0: Oh, jeez. What?
4: Why? you asked a seven-year-old for relationship advice. That's on you.
1: (laughs) No, you're right. I don't know what's going on with me and him lately. We don't really talk.
4: You don't talk, or you don't listen.
1: Wow, that's a good question, Izzy. You must really get a lot out of this show.
4: I do. It's got lady fights, evil twins, people coming back from the dead. Despierta,
0: Fernando. Estas you just watched it, huh? <laughs> sure. So, Brie comes over but to hang with Diego, who is apparently going to teach her how to use nunchucks. Someone needs to teach Diego how to use them because you don't whack yourself in the side of the head. That is a nunchuck no-no. Um, although, I... Got the the san Karate Kid bandana on. I'm thinking Okay, Daniel La- Larusso. Um <laughs> I I never I'll have to watch the Karate Kid movies again because and I still gotta watch season five of Cobra Kai, but um I don't believe nunchucks were ever used by or on Daniel LaRusso. So now Hannah's jet yeah, and the fact that she's like, why are you hanging out with my little brother? And Bree says, oh, because he's kind of cute, and he sh- said he'd show me how to use nunchucks. So I think, yeah, Han- Hannah just feels like, oh, my little brother stole my best friend, and now she doesn't want to hang out, and this and that. Then we have, here comes Travis with his phone out saying, I think me and Emily are in a fight again, (laughs) and I don't know what I did wrong, and of course, I love Izzy's advice, like you took advice, relationship advice from a seven-year-old, first of all, and you let a seven-year-old reply in emojis to your girlfriend, so yeah, you weren't in a fight, but you actually are now. And he's like, oh my gosh, I just, I don't understand this. What's going on? We don't talk enough. And Izzy hits it on the head with, or is it that you just don't listen? Think about it. (laughs) I love, I, why is it, it feels, honestly, that we have more scenes with Izzy and Travis, which of course, yes, I love. We have more scenes with them than we get with Punky and Izzy together, it feels like. It just, it honestly, honestly feels like that. Yes, I'm here for it, but good golly. For someone who is is supposed to be, you know, getting all these, like, I remember, you know, she was me when I was young and this and that, and we just, it just feels like sometimes we don't get enough scene time with the both of them. I love how Izzy calls Travis out on the fact that that Telenovela is like, are you sure like, your Tia's watched it, or did you watch this?
1: This is the best frenzino I have ever had. And this is the best risotto That's I've amazing. ever had. Are you ready to switch? I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> I like this arrangement. Me too. And not just the plain thing. You know, we've been together for a year now. And I was thinking,
3: will you marry me? Oh,
0: will come me? on. Yes.
1: <sighs> oh, you've got to be kidding me. It's beautiful. I
0: can't wait to tell my parents. But it's probably too late to call them. What if you didn't have to? Mom? Dad?
1: Trent went all out, didn't he? Yeah. Were you trying to tell me something earlier? Was I? I don't. I don't remember. I'm just so happy for them. <laughs> you didn't. I did. Man, I'm starting to think that Trent is overcompensating for something
0: really way to uh <laughs> steal the thunder there trent because here cherry is ready to propose she's taken lauren to a very nice dinner the mood is set and all of a sudden boom trent goes down on one knee proposes to his feet fi- now fiance he's got fireworks and a violin player and he flew her parents in for the occasion And I love how Cherry says, I think Trent is overcompensating for something. I I just, I feel bad. It's like her moment is ruined. It's like, maybe you don't necessarily always have to go with the flair and the public display. It could just be too, I mean, when Jeremy proposed to me, we were in his car. It's funny how he actually did that was because he's like, oh, I need to do something, because he was going to school at the time, and also working at the school, so he's like, oh, I need to stop by there, uh, but I need your opinion on something, <laughs> like, I don't know what I'm going to be able to help, so he stops at metaware Jewelers, goes inside, and then he's like, he brings out this little bag, he's like, oh, I, I think my mom will like the earrings I got her, and I just, I didn't like, What? (laughs) Because he had me stay outside in the car and (laughs) he he took the the ring out and he opened the ring box and said, I think the question I want to ask is, will you be my wife? And I said, yes. I mean, I didn't cry or tear up because we had planned on getting married at some point. So it was just, it it was very clever how he had kind of, he had done that. A piece size amount. Dude, is that is not a piece a But oh, can you not distract
1: me right now? I'm trying to get ready.
0: Who is this? Going somewhere? Oh, uh, actually I'm meeting Bree again.
1: Oh
2: great. Tell her to say hi. And if you're meeting Bree, you definitely want to put on some cologne. She loves it.
0: Oh, she's messing with cologne. He's got a whole collection. What
2: fragrance profile works for you? Something woodsy? Floral? Musky? Yep.
0: Dude, you're like bathing in it. I don't know. Oh, you are just gonna reek, man. So yeah, he goes in there and he's got like hair gel, like, and then the thing says like apply like a pea size and he's like squirting like half this trial sized bottle or uh whatever you want to call it into his palm and daniel Diego, do you know have you you ever seen what a pea looks like do you know what the size of a pea is and at least we got brandy in the background there so at least we get a brandy uh (laughs) sighting um and of course we uh we have hannah who's just wants to mess this up for Diego. It's like, oh, yeah, Brie is really into cologne, so definitely have at it. Like, the more the merrier. So he asked Daniel, like, hey, do you have any cologne? Daniel pulls out one of the, like, cloth shelf things under his bed, and he's got a plastic basket, like, filled with, like, floral, woodsy, what have you, kinds of cologne. And I kid you not, Diego literally, like, practically bathes himself in it, like, his, his neck, his pits, his chest, his legs, his feet, what have you, any spot has been, like, Every single centimeter on him has been touched, oversaturated, if you will, with cologne. He is a walking cologne bomb. That's what I'm saying. He's, you'll smell that boy a mile away. Uh, so, I'm <laughs> just like, oh, I'm surprised Brandy didn't like pass out from the fumes. Uh. <laughs> that realm is going to, oh, you're going to want to open a window. Alright, so now we're in the kitchen. We have Punky feeling bad that the proposal did not work out for Cherry. Like, oh, just not great. Well, hello there, Miss Quinn. You (laughs) gotta say you don't know your own strength when you open a door. Whoosh! Right? Yeah, I know. You wanna lay on the bed, don't you? Alright, hold on a second.
1: Stupid Trent stole my thunder And the more I think about it, maybe it was a sign Since when do you believe in signs? Since I started looking for them I heard a breakup song on the way over here Seriously, maybe the universe is trying to tell me something Like what? Like don't ask her, don't get married The universe doesn't work like that Did you see any signs before you got married? I listened to my heart I wanted to marry Travis, so I asked him Remember those two rings that
2: we got from the gumball machine until we could afford a real ones? Yeah, I still have mine.
1: Only one came with a free gumball. That did not come from a gumball machine. Life was so strange. It felt so weird taking it off. Now it feels weird having it on. Uh uh oh. It's stuck. Oh, girl, maybe that's
2: a sign that you. No, no, it
3: doesn't mean anything. Honey,
0: how was your day? Love stinks. Sure does. Not everything's a sign. So Cherry is now kind of looking at different signs, like oh, there's a breakup song on the radio. Trent stole my thunder. Maybe I shouldn't get married. Maybe I shouldn't propose. And Punky pulls out like these bubblegum rings or whatever one of course is her actual wedding ring that she did take off when she and Travis ended their marriage and it's gotta suck because she can't get it off she can't get the ring off and that just seems partially in in my mind for me semi panic inducing if I can't get something off I'm (sighs) and it looks like Diego must have been stood up because he comes home, slams the door, and just stomps off to his room. And he says, love sucks. Or no, love, love stinks. And it's not because he put all the cologne, oh, Cherry or, or pumpkin like, yeah, you got that right. And then, like, wave a hand for another face. But maybe because he was outside, like, maybe some of that kind of dissipated. <laughs> so... Yeah, just, and, and now Kira's like, well, maybe that's a sign. And it's like, no, it's not a sign. It's not the universe telling you anything that's not how it works. You can't just, everything's not a sign. You can't just try to read, like, the some symbolistic meaning behind something and say, like, well, this means I shouldn't get married or I should break up or I should, like, don't don't base your decisions on that stuff because, Punky says, you know, I felt it in my heart. I wanted to marry Travis, and that's why I did. It's so like you you will know in your heart when it's right. You definitely don't want to break up, and you definitely I mean, if you want to get married and spend the rest of your life with someone, you'll know it in your heart. And you'll know when the time is right. If you force it, if you want to make a big giant production of it, then it just it seems like overpaid and underselled. It just it's it's too much. I mean, think, put it yourself in the person that you're proposing to choose. How would you want to be, if you were them, how would you want to be proposed to? Would you want some big, lavish jumbo screen in front of thousands of people, millions of people watching? Or would you want it in like a special place? Like, oh, where's the first place we went on our first date? Or just something that is special to the two of you and kind of work with that. Make it special for the both of you. You don't have to be big and elaborate all the time. It doesn't always have to be go big or go home. Go home, is what I'm saying when it comes to proposing. Keep it simple and from the heart. Why is it gonna be a bunch of strangers involved in the moment when it can just be the two of you and it can be nice and beautiful?
2: Is Diego okay? He's upset about a girl. He said something about his
1: heart being run over by Truckzilla. He's not really into talking things out with Mom's Space. Can I be into talking things out with Punky's face? I think we need to slow down on this wedding planning. When you say we, I mean you. <laughs> I got a little carried away, didn't I? It's only because when I see you and Lauren together, you guys are so happy. Like you and Travis. It's not the same. Travis and I got married young. We weren't who we were going to be yet. You and Lauren are. So I'm just supposed to ignore all the signs? You want a sign? How about the way that your heart races when she walks into the room? Or how her smile makes you smile? Or how your hands just fit together perfectly? Those are the only signs you need. You know, when I told you that stuff, I didn't expect for you to throw it back in my face. (laughs) I am your best friend. Cherry and I were just talking about fate and now you're both here. I'm always here.
2: Still kind of kismity. I'm glad I caught the two of you together. Cherry, I have to tell you something. Uh, maybe I should leave you two alone. No, don't. Cherry, you are the most stubborn person I have ever met. You eat all my yogurt and you have an irrational fear of refrigerators. <laughs> they a good reason for that. But I love those things about you. You share your food. You listen to my dreams. You are the best person I have ever met. And that is why I have to ask... Punky something. (laughs) Me? You two have something special. You're like sisters. Cherry is more traditional than I am, and I want to respect that. And since you're basically her family, I'd like your blessing. Go for it. How's that for a sign? You're asking me to marry you? I know I always say that marriage is for suckers.
1: I guess I'm a sucker. Oh. Uh-huh.
3: I'm a sucker, too.
1: Oh, I was going to ask you at the restaurant. But trick kanye me and stole my moment. He went big. <laughs>
3: you went too big. You know,
1: I was so worried about making this proposal perfect. But now that I'm looking into your eyes, I realize I don't need fireworks or a violin. Lauren, all I need is you. Then this is
2: going to be a little awkward. <whistles>
0: oh, the money for the violinist from the restaurant. That's so cute.
3: Will you marry me? Jeez. Yes. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yep. Oh. Mm. So I gotta say, definitely that scene is so so cute. <laughs> Lauren really took Cherry by surprise. Part of wonders if Punky had something to do with it. Just with the timing and everything. Like, oh, how's that for a Part of me, honestly, really I don't know. Maybe she didn't. But it was really cute. She took Cherry by surprise and proposing and just uh, saying the, the sweet things. And, and, and it's just funny because here Cherry was going to propose, but she was worrying about the best way to do it. And this person stole my thunder and all this. And he... It just, it's so nice. It was fun. So, and the violinist from the the restaurant, it's just, it was very, very perfect. <laughs> and I like how they say at the, at the same time, Will you marry me? And yeah, Lauren does bring up the whole, you have an irrational fear of refrigerators. And Sherry says, Yeah, there's a good reason for that. I'm like, yeah, Punky was there when it happened. But it was just honestly such a sweet moment. So now we're in the kitchen. oh, Daniel's doing origami. That's so cool. And Punky is trying to get that <laughs> wedding ring off her finger. My guess is because Izzy comes in, and my guess is like she's gonna try to help maybe or something.
4: Wow, fancy schmancy. <laughs>
0: Oh, ch- yeah.
2: I don't know why I bother. Ah, oh, it smells like. Diego's
0: goes home. <laughs>
2: yeah. Honey, you maybe want to take a bath for
0: an hour or two? <laughs> or a an ample shower. Just clones reminder of my pain. I'm hey, putting her on. to eat with Bree. You
2: want to talk about it? Bree was just using him to make Austin jealous. Oh, that's horrible. Wait, what? Seriously? She was using you the whole time. I didn't know that. I'm so sorry, Diego.
0: Time to go kick I'm her sorry butt. That I
2: was a jerk. And I'm sorry that she was a jerk. Jerk alert! This
4: is better than my hugging and crying show. Yeah, we gotta
0: see how this plays out.
2: Hey girl, ready to go? Sorry girl, I can't. I'm gonna stay home and hang out with my brother. I can't believe you're flaking on me. I can't believe you used Diego to make Austin jealous. Well, I can't believe that you can't believe that.
0: You're lucky. I'm
4: not the kind of person who slams the
0: door on their friends. Allow me. Bye, <laughs> Yes, girl. No, no, you don't. Okay, bring it in. Aww, well, there's this family hug. So this is just really, really. I like. I, I think it's horrible what Hannah's friend did, using Diego to make whoever this guy is, whether she's dating him or they're off and on again, she used Diego to make this guy jealous. And, of course, Hannah is like, oh, no, you didn't do that to my brother my family. And the fact that the girl's like, oh, or Bree's like, oh, I can't believe you wouldn't believe that I wouldn't do that or something like that. It's like, girl, grow up. And that that is honestly it's like you don't mess with family you don't mess with blood i'd be like uh we no longer have a friendship of any kind do not come back over here ever again oh that would anger me something fierce you don't mess with family but and the fact that hannah says i'm not normally one that would slam a door in someone's face but izzy's like oh no allow me vaya con dios or whatever she says um we go over to this place. This first time we've ever seen his place. I don't think we've ever seen this Emily girl like at all ever. So I'm curious to see. I I imagine that Punky still has that ring on her finger because we haven't heard her yet. Yes, I have the ring off or something like that. So, oh, well, this is gonna be. I I think this ends on like a cliffhanger of a will they, won't they? Maybe sorta not sure get back together or not because. I know in the next episode 80s block party there is a with Punky thinking Travis does want to get back together or he just wants relationship advice with the, uh for his 24-year-old girlfriend
2: Hey, I came to get Diego's shoe. How did he come home with only one
3: shoe?
2: <laughs> I'm doing my best.
1: <laughs> Everything okay?
2: Yes, and no. Look, try not to read anything into this, okay?
1: Into what? Oh. <laughs> I need to unpropose. I thought the divorce took care of that.
3: Just <laughs> help me get it off. I need your
2: freakishly strong hands.
1: They are pretty spectacular. <laughs> you want to tell me what happened?
2: Cherry's getting married. To you? No, Goober. It's Lauren.
1: It's been a whirlwind.
2: There's been a lot of wedding talk and ring talk. I might be eating too much sodium.
1: (laughs) Sherry and Lauren are the perfect couple. Not that I'm an expert on relationships. Emily and I broke up.
2: No. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, age difference, communication i got to list somewhere. I'm still not very good at relationships.
3: Yeah, you and me both.
1: I'm serious. I know I wasn't the best husband or father, especially when I was on the road. It's hard to be there when you're never there.
2: Those were some difficult times.
1: I'm trying to make up for it now.
2: Yeah, you really are. In some ways, we're better together now. We did have
1: fun, didn't we? <laughs> you remember our honeymoon? We drove that airstream all the way down to Baja, and then it broke down in
3: Ensenada.
0: Ensenada. Oh my gosh, they're kissing! I like it.
2: That that was probably a mistake.
0: Probably. <laughs> Yeah, but you keep doing it. Would you like to try again? Yes.
1: <laughs> if we don't stop this, we might do something we regret. Yeah, yeah that's one way to look at it.
3: Yeah,
2: I mean, am not thinking clearly. You just broke up with Emily, and I'm all emotional over Cherry's engagement. I'm just beginning to see what my life looks like without you, and I owe it to myself to keep moving forward
3: toward that door i hear you
1: and i get it but if you ever feel like making another mistake my lips are available noted and thanks for helping with the
2: ring
1: thanks for all the kissing
0: so that was a nice walk down memory lane for the two of them talking about how Lauren and Sherry are a good couple that were perfect for each other and how also he helps her with that, well, the, the, he uses the lotion to get the ring off her finger and, of course, he just broke up with his girlfriend, so he's feeling emotional and she is excited over the whole, you know, upcoming, you know, wedding engagement and news with Lauren and Sherry and, of course... You know she's he's her ex and they have a history and of course
3: yeah
0: yeah so of course they're gonna can't fight those urges apparently they're gonna kiss and they do and i'm like i'm here for it i wanted them to get back together but i think that they need uh the t- time apart she even says you know i to have this time apart to see who i am without you that I can, you know, make it on my own and everything like that and not be dependent on you and just grow as a person and all that fun stuff. So she's edging back towards the door. And he's like, oh, if you ever feel like making a mistake again, I'm here. And she's like, well, I'm going to go before this goes any further. And she leaves. So... (laughs) I gotta ask um, do they live in the same apartment complex because as often as Travis comes around I'm just it just would make sense he probably would live in another apartment in the same building basically is what I'm guessing anyway (laughs) as often as you know the kids kind of come and go from his place to her place and everything and they're playing that song, like, that song is familiar, and it's like, I think it's from like the second episode of Making Room for Izzy, and where they're in the car and everything, and Izzy falls asleep, and it's just, uh, so just, and this was a sweet episode, and you just see Travis kind of leaning his head back against the, the door, and Punky's on the others, like so doing the same, and just they're kind of considering, like, should we get back together, it's just a good idea that's really confusing and just all of that. And it's just such a sweet episode. I definitely would give this, I'm going to give it a four out of five. The only reason I knock one off is because of Brie and the fact that she's a, a ding ding
3: with her thinking like,
0: oh, I can't believe you wouldn't think that I wouldn't do that because she's a shallow person and thinks it's okay to hurt people. And So what I definitely liked, I again, Travis and Izzy's relationship, friendship, I'm here for it, I love it. Punky and Travis kissing, I loved it. (laughs) Lauren and and Sherry's actual proposal was so sweet, and I I just, I love (laughs) just Diego just spraying a whole entire bottle of that body spray just all over. Ah, punky, punky, um, punky's principles for this episode. Oh yeah, that was a Brandon Tailwag, by the way. Rating is four out of five. Brandy, Brandy tailwags. Their Punky's principles for this episode are: look, hey, you don't gotta be so elaborate and so crazy. You know the person you're proposing to. You, I believe you would know what they would like. They don't. If they're a person that's out with big elaborate type of things like that when it comes to proposing. like You know what they like, and you know what they wouldn't want. So go with your gut, lead with your heart when it comes to proposing. And you'll, you'll know what to say. The words will come. So, all right. So next week, since at this time these episodes are going to be Uploaded weekly. The next episode I will be covering will be season one, episode nine. 80s block party, February 25th, 2021. Punky's plan, Punky plans an 80s-themed block party for her neighborhood. Izzy meets Punky's long-absent mother. That's right, because Izzy is dressed as season one Punky Brewster. How adorable. This has got an 8.4 out of 10 based on 57 ratings. Uh, the boy who plays Diego, Noah Cottrell, I believe, he actually got a haircut. And it's really cool because these guys, these actors are going on and doing other... Yeah, um, he's going to be in the spider Wit Chronicles TV show. I've never read the books, I've never seen the movie with Freddie Highmore, but, um, yeah, they're all, they're going on, they're doing other projects, which is awesome sauce for them. We got, um, Quinn Copeland, who plays Izzy, she is, oh my gosh, her birthday is today! I gotta put that, I'm so sorry, I've not been keeping up with that. But happy birthday, Quinn Copeland. Of course, I'm recording this February 24th. I did not know that was Quinn Copeland's birthday today. But happy birthday, Quinn. I hope you have a awesome, soft birthday. Yeah, because she would be, she'd be 11. Wow. Coolness, coolness, preteen. Let's see. Is anyone else? I'm just kind of seeing if any of the other kids have... Any upcoming projects. This one looks like it was something that was filmed a while ago and it's just being released for Oliver D. Los Santos, who plays Daniel. We have Lauren, who looks like she was in an HBO Max Christmas movie called A Christmas Mystery. And she's in something called Rust Belt News, which I don't know what that is. It has no details whatsoever. All right. I hope you all have a wonderful, wonderful week. And uh, like I said, I'll be back next week with 80s Block Party. You guys, again, if you enjoy the podcast, go to iTunes, search the Punky Power Podcast, or just type in Punky Brewster. The podcast will... Come up, click on it, you can follow along with it so you can get the episodes. You can also go through the back catalog. You'll find all four OG seasons of Punky Brewster, currently um, a lot of seasons of Full House and Fuller House, and of course all five seasons of Silver Spoons. And I think the first four episodes or five episodes of Different Strokes. That is a podcast that um, is still on the fence, kind of on the back burner. So I may get to that eventually at some point. Again, I just kind of want to put some time between me. And since I did watch the entire season in 2019, it hasn't been long enough to put distance between, you know, and everything. So anyway, just, you know, leave a review for the podcast. All five-star reviews do help the podcast get noticed by other, Punky Brewster, OG, and 2021 series fans like yourselves have, again, a great week, everyone. Bye-bye.